Oh yeah, the first baptism. I, I think AJ, I just wanted to uh, drink the juice and eat the crackers. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like me, man. Welcome to Quadrants of Mental Health. I am your host, Dr. AJ, uh, affectionately known as Dr. AJ Johnson, but you can just call me AJ. I'm, I'm good with that. Hello and welcome to Quadrants of Mental Health. This is your host, AJ, Dr. AJ, um, coming to you again with another segment. We deal with the mind, the body, the spirit, and finances. Today, we're going to have a spiritual conversation with a good friend of mine. I've been knowing him for about 12 years. We just figured out how long we've been knowing each other. Um, and um, he's a part of our men's Bible study group. And I you know, was talking, hadn't seen him in a while in the group. And I wanted him to come on and talk about some things. And then when I connected with him, he said he had written a book. So I said, oh, yeah, you definitely need to come on and share your, your journey and your experience. OK, today it is Terry Davis. Some of y'all may know that name from basketball, the NBA. Uh, he's in the league for... 10, ten, years. Years. Yeah, ten years. Ten years. Ten yeah. years. Yeah. 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 Ten years. So and his son is in the league now for 12 years. So, um, Terry, welcome to the show, man. Appreciate you coming out. Oh, thanks for and, having um, me. AJ. Oh, man, I'm excited, man. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. To be here. Yes, indeed. Because, you know, um, when when you came a part of our Bible study group, that was me seeing you differently. Right. You know, because everybody, everybody knew you as the basketball player and. You know, he said, that's Terry Davis. He was in bas- he was in uh, NBA, you know. So, of course, you know, I looked you up. Sure, sure. You know, checked you, checked you out a little bit because, right. you know, I said, okay, Terry, Terry got it going on. And then to find out you're from Virginia. Right. Originally. Right. Where? Uh, down in southwest Virginia, um, small town called Halifax, Virginia. Halifax, Virginia. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. Born and raised. Yeah, born and raised. Okay. So what, what got you to Richmond? Um, well, I grew up on a small farm down there, uh-huh. and uh, and I came here um, on a basketball scholarship to Virginia Union right. um, through Coach Robbins. He recruited me in high school, okay, and um, and that's how I got to Richmond um, through Coach Robbins and a scholarship to Virginia Union. Virginia Union, and from Virginia Union, you went right into the NBA. Well, I didn't go right into the NBA. <laughs> it ain't that easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. But uh, I know. Nah, by the grace of God, man, uh-huh. uh, you know, I had a great um, college career, I would say. But um, even on uh, draft night, I didn't get drafted. Oh, really? And um, yeah, went undrafted. And uh, and the book kind of shared that and uh-huh. talks about, um, you know, how, you know, that night I sat there the whole night and name wasn't called. And um, it got a little disappointed in myself. Yeah. And, and then I kind of, you know, asked God, you know, uh, was it because of all the partying and stuff that I was doing in college? Why mm. um, <clears throat> I wasn't um, achieving my goal? But um, you know, God had other plans for my life, right. and, um, and that's what I realized by not getting drafted. Um, the Miami Heat came in and um, and offered me a position to come into a free agent camp and trial for the team. Oh, wow. And what me and my agent realized was I could have had got drafted for a team that really didn't um, have a need for me. Mm. But Miami, they said they didn't want me, but they really had a need for me. Right. And that was just by the grace of God that I got right. the opportunity to go in there and free agent and make the team. And make the team. Yeah. Show them what you can do. Yeah, yes, man. indeed. So, so um, being in the NBA, people, you know, a lot of kids say, I want to be a pro basketball player. But, you know, 
that's a one in a million shot anyway. Yeah. You know, I mean, not everybody make it to the NBA. So, so you made it there and you were there for 10 years. That's, that's a, is that a pretty standard career time, 10 years, or do players play longer than 10 years? No, I would say, um, you know, 10 years is, you know, what they call you, you're, you know, a veteran in the league by that yeah. time, by 10 yeah. years. Yeah. Um, they say the longevity in the business is like three years. Most guys mm-hmm. don't make it past three years. Oh, wow. And um, and then 10 years is kind of the max on the, the pension and the retirement also. Okay. And so, you okay. know. And you played for a couple of different teams as well. You started with the Magic, and where else did you play? Yeah, I started in Miami, and then I went to Dallas and played there for five years. And then I went on to um, Washington and played there for two years. And finish up in Denver my last year. Oh, right. And um, AJ, it's amazing that um, I retired after my seventh year playing in the NBA. Mm-hmm. And I was at home here working out with Ben Wallace at Virginia Union's gym. I remember him. And, um, and Ben was going back as a rookie to play with the Wizards. Right. And, and, um, and one of their big guys, George Merson, had got hurt. And so, um, Wes Unsell, the general manager at the time, mm-hmm. had spoken to Ben, and Ben had told him that I was back in Richmond at working him out, and I was in pretty good shape. And so Wes offered me to um, come to D.C. and play, and had a two-year deal on the table. I said, Wes, I'll be on 95 in five minutes. <laughs> 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 and so I'm saying all that to say, hey, Yeah, look uh, at God. Yeah, two years, and, and the same thing happened in the last year. Um, in Denver, I had a friend of mine, that, a teammate, I'm sorry, that I played with in Dallas, George yes, McLeod. He was at Denver at the time. He mm-hmm. called me, same thing. I said, Terry, come on, play in Denver. I said, George, I'm not coming to no cold Denver, man. Ain't nothing out there. Right. But uh, he was persistent on me coming, and um, and that gave me 10 years. Wow. And, and I'm saying all that to say the last three years, it was nothing but God just opening up a door. That I, I relationships. I imagine man. relationships that I yeah. had built. And, and like I said, when I got the um, pension package um, a couple years ago, mm-hmm. in there it showed that if you had been in the league 10 years or better, mm-hmm. not only covers you, but it covers your family. What? And so I just started oh, crying my goodness, because man. it showed how good God That's is. God like right Jeremiah there. 2011, the oh, plan yeah. that he has for your life. It's, you don't know. You just never know. You never know, man. You just got to be willing and obedient. That's it. You know? So I'm glad you went to Denver. Yeah, I am too. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing, oh, yeah. man. That's amazing, you know. And, um, you know, when I met you, you were working out at uh, American Family on Brook Road. Sure. And I met Ben there as well. I used to okay. see him in there all the time, too. I tried sure. to get him. I was doing a show on public access. Okay. Back then, I tried to get Ben to come on and be a guest on my show. But, you know, he was in and out of town a lot. Do you know where he is now? Yeah, actually, um, got the opportunity to um, spend some time with him at CIAA a couple of weeks ago. Okay, okay. And, um, he's back in Detroit. Um, okay, back um, home. Yeah, back in Detroit. Okay. Um, I thought he was going to make Richmond his home at one time. That's why. Yeah, I... he was. He was here for a while, but he went back and um, he's doing some things with the Pistons and you know, he's back into basketball. And, really? Yeah. He's not playing, though. No, no, he's doing some, uh, I think, um, um, player um, development. Right, 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 right. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, but he looks good. So I'm yeah. me and him, I hope he was down to CIAA last weekend. I had a great mm-hmm. time. Great That's seeing awesome, all man. of them. 
Yeah. A lot of fun, man. Yeah. And now, you know, like I said, when I met you back then, your son was in high school. Right. And we were, that's what we used to talk about, your son and making that transition to college and which college he was going to. And sure. now he's in the NBA. Sure. And it's been 12 years. Yes, sir. That's amazing, man. Oh, man. Generation. It's, oh, man. It's, it's nothing but the grace of God. And I have to say that um, when I look back at it, I just think it's my grandmother's obedience and her faithfulness to God. Mm-hmm. Kind of like you said to Abraham, you know, he would bless your kids, kids because of her obedience. Yeah, you do. And I think we're just a product of my grandparents' obedience and how they just passed that down to us. And, right. And passed it down to me just to believe and trust in Christ. And then I just try to pass it down to my son. Pass it down. obedient. God will bless. There it is, man. God right there. You know, so... So you wrote a book. Mm-hmm. I was trying to save it, but I, I, I'm kind of excited myself because you sure. wrote a book called The Second Baptism. Yes, sir. Tell me about the first baptism. Why, did, why is it called the second? Was there a first baptism? Oh, yeah, the first baptism. I, I think, AJ, I just wanted to uh, drink the juice and eat the crackers. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like me, man. How old were you when that happened? Uh, nine years old. Nine, I was 11. Yeah, and I know you can't be baptized until you get the juice right. and crackers. Right, so, right, right. But you know, I did the same thing at yeah, eleven. Yeah, you know, I knew early on that um, you know, my parents, you know, they instilled Christ, and I know mm-hmm. Christ died on the cross yeah, and died the country, for my sins. Yeah. Yeah. The church was mandatory, but I really didn't know the meaning of baptism, and and didn't understood it, understand it until five years ago. Mm-hmm. And I realized when I had looked back over my life and seen, you know, all the things I had been through, especially being a sinner in the life that I was living in, and I just saw how God protected me and kept me. Now, now I'm going I'm to I'm I'm slow you down a little bit because you said, it sounded like you said center, like uh-huh. in basketball, but you meant uh-huh. you said center. Um, You're a center in basketball or you talking about a cent- center? What? You said being a center. Right. Uh, okay, you talking about being a center? No, center. S I N A E R S. No, center. Yeah, center. Like you. No, 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 no. Basketball team. I just wanted to make sure. No, no. I want to get that straight too. Right, right, right. No, I was a center. Yeah. You know, you knew that. No, yeah, I was in the devil's kingdom. Yeah, you know. Yeah, that's where I was. I wasn't living for me. I, I was living for me. I wasn't living for God. And that's that's where I was at. That's what I realized in my reflection five years ago that. You know, I, I had to stop living for Terry and really right. start living for God and, right, and right, li- right. living for my calling and to my purpose that God had for me. Amen to that. You know, and, and today's show is about the spiritual walk, spirituality, you know, because we talk about mind, body, spirit and finances here. Um, and, I, you know, like I said, from you being in our Bible study group and you writing the book, I thought it would be great to have you come on and talk about the spiritual walk, the spiritual journey and the transformation that you've gone through, you know, over the last five years, because, you know, um, I remember you in, in the Bible study group, you know, Terry is going to talk about grandma. Right, right. You okay, know, yeah. he brought right. up, if he's going to tell, he's going to tell us a story or something, he's going to oh, remind man. us, grandma. Praise you God. Know, and, yeah. and that's awesome, man. And then it, she's the inspiration for your book, man. That's a, that's a powerful uh, relationship you had. Uh, tell me a little bit about your mother and father. Where were they at? Oh, well, my mother and father has always um, been in my life and been in my picture. Uh-huh. I mean, been in the picture. Um, my mom, I, I talk about her in the book, and my dad, I talk about her. Both of them um, just 
love the Lord, love Christ, um, instilled them in my life early on, and um, just come from humble beginnings, just like I did. Yeah. And um, both of them are one of 13 kids. Both of them? Both of them. One of 13? One of 13 kids. Wow. Yes. Yeah. So there's so much love on both sides. That's you know, a huge all, family, Oh, man. yeah. Of all the uncles, you got a lot and of uncles. first cousins. And... Well, it's when the Bible talks about raising a village. Yeah. Uh, uh, AJ, I was really raised by a village of wow. folks, man. Hey, grandma, hey, I, see them, I see the significance of grandma there, man. Well, she the head of it. She the foundation there it of it, is. man. And that's there why I is. talk about grandma so much because yeah. she has instilled it into my parents and, uh -huh. and they instilled it into me so that's right. why grandma is is the whole matriarch to the that's family incredible. man in the situation man that's and, incredible and we saw her walk and her faith and her belief in god and we say you know i always say grandma you knew the prehistorical jesus jesus that i would never know because ah. you know you had to call on god where we don't really have to call on well so you, of, you thought that yeah i thought that uh -huh. right and that's what i saw but i saw that God, he answered her prayers. Yes. And when she called on him, God responded to grandma. And and like I said, just seeing her grow up, you know, I mean, seeing um, me growing up, seeing grandma and her love for the Lord. Uh, and, and being and, effective and just, in her prayer life. Oh, man. Uh, what did I say? You always say in Bible study, you know, the fervent prayer the of the righteous. fervent prayer of, of the, the righteous. righteous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Of much. And, there it and, is. And that's what, that's what grandma was, and that's yes. what we saw. You know yes. what I mean? That that's awesome. She man. didn't just walk it. She, I mean, she, she just talked it. She walked the walk. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's awesome, man. Yeah, man. So that's, that's the, the journey. So the first baptism was, I just want to get these crackers and juice. Yeah, you and know. I, that's the ritual thing to do. Yeah, you know, they yeah. know to you know baptize you at nine years old. I mean, around that age, nine, nine, and twelve. And, yeah, and you know, and I knew that was you know the thing that I supposed to do at that age, and mm -hmm. and and so you know we're gonna be obedient and get baptized. Right, and, right. And do right. the right thing, or you right. get a belt behind you if you don't. So. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. We had we had great aunts would come up on that. Oh yeah, they. they Back then, it didn't matter whose child you was. No, if sir. you stepped out of line, you, you was going to get it from somebody. Yes, sir. From somebody, it yes, didn't sir. matter. No. You know? Oh, man, I remember those days. So um, we're going to um, continue on in the conversation, but we're going to take a little break and okay. come back sure. um, and talk more about the second half. I'll say the second baptism and, okay. and where you are now and then where God's going to be, where you think God's going to take you because um, your life, I would say based on grandma's prayers, mom and dad's prayers, they've gotten you to where you are now, sure. you know, and kept you safe and uh, kept you for, out of danger, uh, was able to give you a 10-year career. Sure. You know, of course you had to do the work. You know, right. you your faith is in there too. I'm not going to negate that, but, you know, sometimes we got to remember who came before us. Definitely. And what I'm hearing from you more than anything, Terry, is this, because a lot of times we talk about a legacy. You know, or an inheritance. Your grandmother later um, left you an inheritance yes. of Christ. Yes. You yes. know. Yeah. Well, that's that's, that's inheritance. Well, you know, that's what the book is kind of about. That mm -hmm. I want to leave that for my grandkids. There you go. You know How many I mean? grandchildren do you have? 
I have six. Six? Yeah. Okay. The daughter three and the son have three. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Three apiece, yeah. Oh, they, well, they're just getting started too. They're young still, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. they just yeah, they yeah. just getting the juice in the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> they might be good. They might get a little more. You never know, man. Yeah, they're going to get the beat. Yes, they're going to get, yeah. I'm going to get the beat awesome, before man. I leave here. That's for sure. awesome. Yes. yes so we'll be back. Um, okay. And just hanging in with us, okay? Yes, sir. All right.